Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Prairie Dumpster Podcast hosted by me, Tyler Penner. This, of course, is uh, the 579,000th, 869th best podcast in the goddamned world, and you can't tell me any different. I don't give a fuck what you think. I have the data to prove it. I have the data. I've got the spreadsheets. I've got, uh, well, it was Excel. I had to convert it to Apple numbers, um, but uh, and then it crashed. And then I fudged some numbers. But still, the fact remains that Prairie Dumpster is a powerhouse. It cannot be stopped. It's gaining momentum. And pretty soon, um, we're going to do uh, exactly what I promised the uh, people who follow me on Patreon. Build a paramilitary organization, take this country over, and then begin executing people en masse. That's the plan. The short-term plan is to uh, try to get up to uh, 30 followers on Spotify. Right now we're at 27. We were at 28. But then I lost I lost a follower. And I don't know who you are. I mean, obviously you're not listening anymore. I don't know who you were. But thank you for checking it out for a bit. I just am curious as to where I lost you. I'm curious as to where I lost your faith, lost your trust. Was it when I promised to execute people en masse as soon as I got the chance? I don't know. Was it when I threatened to kill, uh, murder those three old men who refused to wave to me while I was on my lawnmower? Maybe. Were you a patron and a loyalist to the bar We Johnnies? which I vowed a few weeks ago to get shut down on account of its incredible cockroach infestation, lackluster staff, lackluster shows, and poor layout in general. I don't know. But like I tell everyone, everyone who is a subscriber has an immediate pass um, through the first round of executions once I consolidate my power. Uh, You who have followed me and now unfollowed me, uh, you have now made the list of guaranteed executions. Do you understand that? You are a priority. I'm going to take a very close look at you. You got my attention now. Do you understand that? I'm going to take an interest in you. You done fucked up. And not just for you. Not just for you, for you, for your whole family, for your friends, for your co-workers, for anyone that's ever fucking talked to you, looked at you, or had any sort of contact with you. I'm taking you, I'm taking you out. I'm taking all of you out. And if you think I'm lying... Or if you think I'm joking, just wait 10 years. 
when you see my statue being raised at uh, the A&W at the corner of River and Osborne. That's where I'm going to be setting up my Empire headquarters. Now, um, I'm just joking. I'm sorry that I lost you as a follower, but who gives a shit? We're at 27. No one's really... I've looked at the numbers. No one's really listening to this podcast yet which is all the better it doesn't matter um we are just having fun right now we're practicing building up an archive a library of episodes so that one day when i reach the pinnacle of my success at 62 followers and i i look at the calendar and it turns out i'm 80 years old i can go back to these episodes and relive a time when i had hope Um, there's a lot to get to today. Um, and by the way, thank you for those who, uh, follow me on Patreon. I do appreciate that. Thank you to everyone who listens to me, um, on a weekly basis. And I'm not fucking lying. You guys are the shit. You guys are why I do this. Well, you and the Lord. Um, but, um, I do appreciate it. And I hope I make your workday or your domestic chores just a little more bearable. That's my only goal. Uh, Once again, I am doing this podcast from my mattress, grinding my crotch into my sheets. There is now a hole in the sheets, and um, that hole's about to get bigger. Um, Like I said, a lot to get to today. Um, Zero of it... uh, zero of it being prepared all right i have still refuse to do any sort of uh um uh, preparatory 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 work in any way shape or form but nonetheless there's a couple of things i want to touch on but i'm a little scatterbrained right now i don't know what's going on i was driving home from work, I had a long day. We were in a park. I mowed over insane amount of animals today, and not small ones. I'm talking dogs, people's dogs. I'm like, get out of the way. I'm cutting the grass, and they're like, he was never in the way. You drove right after him, and I'm like, fuck you, bitch. I work for the city, and she was like, oh, okay, sorry. Um, but it was a hot day. The, the grass isn't even fucking growing, man. We need rain in Winnipeg. The grass is not growing. I'm out there, and I'm, I'm taking just a little off the top. I don't know if you've ever seen me in person, but I am a bald man. Not balding, bald. I'm not losing any more hair. The hair I have is there to stay, which kind of sucks because I wish it would just all go. But I'm still getting little sprouts. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing now? All right? Where are the rest of your friends? They all left the party. You guys, you need to leave now too. You're making this look even more pathetic than it has to be. Get the fuck out of here. But like my bald head, uh, that's the state of the grass in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada... Northern Hemisphere, Tropic of Cancer. Western Hemisphere, Tropic of AIDS. You know, that's 
that's just the state of it. It's so goddamn hot. It's just hot. And it's dry. And the grass isn't growing. I am a useless employee right now. I'm just joking. I'm, I'm doing my part. I'm trying to do my part. There's a couple of weeds out there. I'll, I, I, I cut them. I'm earning your money. Because it is your money that's paying me. Thank you, by the way. Um, but yeah, something weird happened. You know, I do that. I come back. Boom. I go to Safeway um, to get some dinner, which is five chicken fingers and a sandwich from the deli bar. And there's this uh, East Indian. I think maybe East Indian, possibly Bangladeshian. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those two. I'm almost positive. There's a chance she is a Sri Lankan, but I don't know. But it is in that region. Um, maybe Pakistani. I doubt it, though. I would say Sri Lankan before Pakistani. What are you, a fucking asshole? Come on. I know a Pakistani when I see a Pakistani. This lady, Sri Lankan, maybe. Maybe East Timorian, if that's still a region. Is East Timor still a country? East Timor. It's a country in Asia. Oh, they call it Timor-Leste now. Uh, man, these, these fucking countries, they have a coup every month, and then there's a new name for the country, and then I look like an idiot. Alright? Pick a country so I can sound smart, Timor-Leste. Anyways, um, she makes a hell of a sandwich, and uh, she made me the sandwich. We have great banter. Uh, we were talking about a guy in a wheelchair, a homeless guy, and the sandwich person was like, oh, God, I wish he would fuck off. And I'm like, tell me about it. And then some other guy came. He was very rude with the pizza because we've covered this in past episodes, but... The region that the Safeway is in is called Tuxedo. There's some wealthy people there. There's also some people trying to be wealthy, but they don't have the fucking revenue or the liquidity to back it up. So how they compensate for this is they will just stick their noses in the air as if they have the amount of requisite assets to be a rich cunt. See, they're rich cunts without the rich part. And now you're just a cunt. If you are a rich cunt, there you go. Hey, you've earned it, dude. You got the... I mean, what do you want from me? You're driving a solid gold Tesla. Treat me like shit. I understand how classes work. But if you're, if you're, if you're sticking your fucking nose up at me... And you're hopping into a uh, Honda Odyssey. Bro. Check your... I don't know. Is that privilege? Check your delusion. You're like that... uh, What's her name? Rochelle? um, Rachel? That girl in the States who identified as being black. That's like you. You identify as being rich. Hey, lady... Uh, asshole, you're not fucking rich. Let me see your bank statements. Anyways, and he came in. He was super rude to the sandwich artist, which was uh, annoying to me because I like her a lot. Right? Even today, some other lady was going to make my sandwich because this uh, Sri Lankan 
or uh, East Timorian, Timorian Lestian, was uh, busy. And so she started it. She got my bread out, started cutting it. This Bangladeshian or Indian, definitely not Pakistani, came rushing over and was like, okay, I can do it now. And, um, and she did it. And I was happy because she knows what I get. Turkey, chipotle, bacon, cheddar, olive tapenade, lettuce, tomato, onion, salt, pepper. Feel free to mash it. Don't need it toasted. Just get it in the paper. I'm just going to eat it. I'm going to take a big dump later. It all ends up in the same place, you understand? I'm a very easygoing customer. But that's not the weird part. I got my sandwich. I got my chicken fingers. I'm eating the chicken fingers on the way home. Uh, I'm driving down a two-lane highway where a lot of cars park in one lane. And this guy comes by and he's cruising. Probably at around 70 or 80 kilometers an hour. The speed limit is 50. I go 50. I'm learning to be relaxed on the road. All right. The only time I speed or I'm in a huge hurry is when I am hammered trying to get to Burger King before it closes. Then I will push the boundaries of, well, not what's legal, what's safe for me. I get very reckless because I am three sheets to the fucking wind doing 140 down Portage because I really want that sourdough chicken club. This guy had no reason. I, I, I didn't think he was drunk. He was doing 80 and he blew past me. Which is fine. It didn't bother me at all. He got in. I let him in. And then a few streets later, he was going slow. He was doing 50. And he was pulled up right beside me. Or did I pull up beside him? I don't know what happened, but we ended up beside each other. And he just had his hand out the window and was just giving the finger. And naturally, I assumed it was to me, but he was looking straight ahead, and then he gave two little honks, but he wasn't looking at me, and there was no one in front of him, and he didn't even look angry. And I was like, I looked at him, and he looked at me, and then he honked twice, but he just had his finger out the window. Kind of like when you have your arm out the window and you're grabbing onto, you know, your car door, whatever. He was kind of doing that, but he had his finger out. And then I looked at him and I was like, are, are you okay? And he, But he just kept driving. And then, um, and then we came up to a place where he would have to go in and I tried to let him in. And I was just laughing because I don't, I wasn't convinced that, um, that he was pissed off at me. And then I saw him stop. And then I saw him. I heard him honk. And he just had his finger out the window the whole time. And I'm pretty sure I witnessed this man have a mental breakdown. I think when I saw him the first time speeding past me. He still had a hope that he was going to make some sort of deadline. Or he was pissed off with the traffic. And then when I saw him slow down with his finger out the window, I think his brain broke. I really do. Like Michael Douglas 
in falling down. He just had an episode. And he wasn't flipping me off. He was flipping the entire world off. Um, flipping off his wife. Flipping off his kids. Flipping off his parents. Flipping off the traffic. Flipping off the infrastructure. Flipping off his job. Flipping off his boss. Flipping off his car. Flipping off himself. So I hope that that guy's okay. Because at first I was like, "Uh uh-oh, this guy's pissed at me. And I was like, what did I do? But then you see a look in his eyes and... uh, Yeah, that man was, uh, he wasn't broken, like sad broken. (laughs) Like he was like, um, I mean, he was just, he was gone. (laughs) The man was gone. Um, but I didn't, you know, I just stuck another chicken finger in my mouth. I'm like, that's your problem. Oh my God. Damn it. (sighs) I didn't eat anything all day. I had chicken fingers and, um. Now I have to go to the bathroom. And we don't like to do this on the uh, podcast. We hate doing this. But I am going to have to pause the podcast. It's against the rules. But I think we're establishing a pretty firm um, precedent here that we only pause the podcast to either insert pre-recorded bits or to use the bathroom. This is one of those times. I'll be right back. Oh, God. Okay. We're back from the bathroom. Sorry about that. Okay. That was... What What time is it? Jesus. I went to the bathroom three days ago. I'm just joking. That was, uh, that was a good one, though. My neighbor, I guess, was taking a shower, and he was singing in the shower. And he's got a great voice. Sounds like a Michael Bublé-type character. And uh, so it felt like I was taking a huge dump in the back of some fancy jazz club. It was great. But that did take longer than I thought it would. Ah, crap. Man. That took so long. Like, you know when you go to the bathroom sometimes and you've been there so long that you, like, stand up. You're, like, your legs asleep. Right? So you just got to kind of, like, limp out the bathroom. You're like, oh, oh. Then you got to limp to the Febreze, spray the Febreze. It was a whole thing. Sorry to get crass with it, but that's what happened. This podcast is about honesty, vulnerability, truth-telling, and uh, massive shits. That's what we do here. Uh, What else was I... I don't know what I was talking about, but uh, that has to stop now. That's done. We should get some closure. Last week I was talking about this sugar mama who uh, I thought was going to be uh, an easy oasis of cash and fucking. Uh, Turns out uh, it was a scammer, which I caught on. And uh, I think I left it last time. Let's, Let's go... I'm going to open up these texts again and let's see if I can find out where we left. Because I left it kind of on a, uh, here we go. 
I left it kind of on a um, cliffhanger, a bit, a bit of a cliffhanger sometimes. And, um, yeah. Hang on, let me just find the place. Sorry, bear with me, okay? Uh, oh my god, I'm so sorry about this, people. I really am. So she said, um, we exchanged names, and um, she's helping out another sugar baby. We talked about that on the last episode. Just a quick recap. I should recap this. Uh, and I already kind of did, but pretty much uh, she was she asked me if, um, and how did I find out about the sugar mama? Uh, my buddy Andy was approached by her. I was hammered. I said, Andy, send that fucking cougar over to my... I could use some extra cash and get my balls tickled. And then Andy was like, okay, take it easy. Um, But he did. He sent me uh, her information. One of the second questions that that this lady asked was uh, if I had ever had a sugar mama before. I said, no. What does that mean? It quickly became apparent that this was a scammer. She had multiple accounts with different names with the same photos. Um, and who the fuck in, would offer to be my sugar mama unless I had something to offer? I mean, what do I have to offer a cougar with a lot of money? A cougar with a lot of money needs some, you know... PVC pipe cocked young stud to blow her back up. She doesn't need a to fund a struggling comic slash podcaster who, um, you know, is probably at Wendy's balls deep in a Dave's double. She doesn't need that. All right. She can get that for free. And then I asked her, I'm like, why would you send me money? $400 a week, mind you. To which she replied, well, I'm a philanthropist. She she wants to help me, you understand? And I said, okay, cool. Now, last time we left, um, I think she was saying, uh, you know, I, I asked her, I was like, so how does this work? Do we bang or just chat? Because we're in different cities. She's in Colorado. She's got a construction company that she alleges she had. Um, But she also made some smart investments. She's got a ton of money. But she also is in Toronto, right? She's everywhere, right? So she says, you'll be getting your first allowances today. You cool with that? I said, sure. How do we do that? How do I get my money from this moron? And she says, very easy. Do you have an idea on how to deposit a check off your mobile bank app? I said, yeah, I think so. She says, tell me what financial institution did you bank with? And I say, send it over. And she goes, how? Don't you have idea on how mobile deposit check works? And I go, sorry, I'm a little dumb with all this banking stuff. And she goes, erg, my bad. I'll enlighten you. First, 
Do you have a laptop or computer? I said, yes. So anyways, she says, you will log in your email on your laptop. I'll send a picture of the check front and back to the email. Then once you receive it, log in on your mobile bank app on your phone, go to mobile deposit, take the picture of the check front and back from the screen of the laptop, then submit. That's all. Once you submit, don't forget to give me a screenshot of it. And I said, okay, awesome. And she says, what's your full name? I'll prepare the check now. Also, what's your email address? To which I reply, awesome. Then she goes, I go, so wait, you'll mail me a check and I deposit it in the bank? And she goes, kindly read this again. Because keep in mind, my I was aware that she was a scammer. But I was also naturally dumb enough earlier on in the conversation that now when I'm playing dumb, she doesn't think I'm playing. She thinks I'm genuinely retarded. (laughs) She thinks I'm really dumb. So um, now she's just holding my hand through the process of her scamming me. So she goes, who do you bank with? TD, RBC, or Scotia? And I go, I usually just cash my checks and money, Mart. Can you send me a money order? And she goes... Sorry, I can't. And I go, Mommy, please. She goes, You need to understand that that's the most reliable way for my reputation. I need to, un- and then she goes, I need to understand. You know the consequences of cheating. So again, she's doing a veiled threat. She's, she's, she's threatening me. And it's pissing me off. This is annoying to me. That this obvious scammer, Sugar Mama, is is um, starting to threaten me. And I go, what are the consequences? And then she replies, karma. And then she goes, also, and, and keep that in mind. Keep that at the front of your uh, minds now. The concept of karma. Because I believe in the concept of karma, Okay. Now, she goes, also, can I trust you won't take my money away or ghost me on ghost on me later on Pinky? And I say, I promise I won't steal your money. And I'll make a bank account first thing tomorrow morning. And she goes, you don't have a bank account? And I go, nah, I use Money Mart because I don't really have a job. That's not a problem, is it? And she goes, not at all. So you don't have anything online banking? I say, nah, I don't think so. Maybe a really old account I never use anymore because she's trying to get into my bank account, right? So she goes, it okay. So you deal with cash mostly, yeah? I go, yeah. She goes, is there any nearby store near you or any available Walmarts here near you right now? Right away, as you can tell that English, not first language or maybe just dumb. It's hard to say. But I go, yeah, there's a Walmart close by. LOL. Why? And she goes, can I send you on an errand? Just need you to grab a Steam Wallet gift card for my kids. And I go, for sure. I mean, I can't right now, but tomorrow I'll for sure do that. You'll pay me for it though, right? And she goes, yeah, sure, but you don't have a bank account yet? Just get it with your own money. I'd pay you back with your allowance. That's not a problem, okay? I go, nah, that's cool. 400 bucks a week will easily cover that, lol. (sighs) 
So she goes, that's your allowance, okay? I'll be adding $100 for the Steam gift card. In addition to the $400, you'll be getting $500. And she goes, be sincere with me. Are you okay with that? I go, that's awesome. So then she sends me a picture of the Steam wallet gift card. And then at 4.46 in the morning, she goes, hello? And then at 7.13 in the morning, she goes, sorry, why are you ignoring my text? To which I reply, sorry, it's early in the morning, baby. I'm at work, but I'll text you at lunch. And then she goes, okay, take your time, baby. <laughs> Have a lovely day ahead. And then I posted some story to my reels on my Instagram, Tyler Penner Comedy. Follow me, all you Uzbekistani fans who continue to wage a war not only on your government, but on your own people in my name. And I keep telling you, I don't want you to do that. I do not endorse the government coup that you are a part of. Take my picture down off your flag. I don't want to be on your flag. You are an extremist organization. You are killing tons of civilians and and doing it for, for me and my podcast i never asked you to do that okay all i asked you to do was sign up for the patreon in, in i guess in uzbekistani patreon means mass grave i don't want that you need to stop okay please but anyways um i posted this thing to my instagram and she replies she posts she, she replies to the story and goes, do you need money for rent? And I go, yeah. And then I go, I'm going to get that Steam card after work, hopefully. Sorry to keep you waiting, baby. I was going to say, though, I can probably get your kids free Steam money. And she goes, free? And I go, yeah, free. Like, I know this hacker who could easily get you thousands of free Steam cards. He's crazy. He's into some crazy dark web shit and has some sketchy connections, but he's cool with me. And she replies, I don't want that. And I go, you sure, babe? This guy's nuts with a computer. And then she goes, can't you get me a Steam Wallet gift card? And I say, if you ever need anyone tracked down, like home address and stuff, he can do that. Literally no problem. And then the person goes, why third person on this? To which I reply, if you ever need that, let me know. But yeah, I'll get the Steam card later. You won't hurt me though, will you? And then she goes, do I look like someone that will hurt you? And I go, well, I don't know. I'm kind of gullible sometimes, LOL. And she goes, it's okay. I understand. And then I say, I've been hurt before, but I got even, LOL. And she goes, I promise I won't hurt you, okay? And then I say, how will I send the Steam card? Should I mail it to you? What's your address? And she goes, very easy. Just send me a clear picture of the Steam gift card. Kindly scratch the code and send me a clear picture of it. I go, oh, okay, cool. What's your phone number, though? Want to chat tonight, Mommy? To which she goes, let me know when you get it. Let's keep the conversation here, please. <laughs> and then I go, aw, lol, okay. And then I say, I'm tempted to talk to my buddy and track you down so I can surprise visit you, lol. 
But okay, I'll get the Steam card tonight. Now, this is where I think I freaked her out, right? Now I've got her, and I'm saying her. It's probably some fucking teenage kid, young hacker dude from, I don't know, maybe Quebec, maybe uh, India, maybe Somalia, maybe fucking Minnesota. It's hard to say. But this is where I freaked the person out. Because now he's starting to, and I'm going to switch to he, because I think it's a dude. Uh, He's starting to get the uh, vibe that I have the ability to find his address. Now I'm starting to look like a psycho. And he goes, buddy, I don't get this. Are you playing on my intelligence? It okay if you don't trust me and don't want this to work. You can keep your money, okay? Which I reply, what? I trust you. I just want to see you. And she sends, he sends another photo of this lady and goes, I'm real, okay? If you don't believe me, this won't work. And if you truly have a bank and can deposit a check, I'll send you a check now, okay? To which I say, I never doubted you. What are you talking about? You're acting weird. What's wrong? And then she goes, you doubted me, but it fine. And then I go, weird, now I am suspicious. I think I'll look you up now. And then I say, are you a Christian woman? Because on the bio of the person, she was she was like John 3.16, God's working. And I thought, hmm, God is working. So I say, are you a Christian woman? Have you read Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy 32.35? I don't even remember... I don't even remember what that verse is, (laughs) but I was looking up the most fucked up shit that the Bible had to offer. Um, (laughs) 32, 35, there you go. Oh yeah, Uh, Deuteronomy 32, 35. Vengeance is mine and recompense for the time when their foot shall slip, for the day of their calamity is at hand and their doom comes swiftly. So hopefully she looked that up. And then I say, you have one chance. One chance to tell me the truth. And then I say, ignore me now, and it gets worse. This person has now cut off contact with me. They're not responding. And I go, answer me. Answer me, Alyssa. Alyssa was her dummy account. And then I go, hello? I know you're there. This is the next day. Then a few hours later. A time will come. And then the next day, I tried to uh, get her to bite again. I say, I got your gift card. You still want it? Still no response. And then I wrote something. Oh, I said, Malbolge. Now, and then I say, Bolgia 8 in Roman numerals. V111. Bolgia 8. Now, I, I went pretty deep on this. I was getting. <laughs> I was getting. Um, pretty uh pretty deep with it if she was a christian woman i was trying to paint the picture now malbolge is the uh in dante's inferno uh is the eighth circle of hell okay now malbolge means malbolge means evil ditches and um uh the eighth circle of hell the eighth bolgia is um 
dedicated to the counselors of fraud. Individuals who provided fraudulent advice or used fraud to bring about the downfall of others. Here, the souls are burned in brilliant flames. That is according to uh, Wikipedia's thing on Bulge. And then there was another uh, verse that I used. It was like, it was in the Bible chapter called Micah. Anyways, it says, Woe to those who plan iniquity, to those who plan evil in their beds. At morning's light, they carry it out because it is in their power to do so. They covet fields and seize them and houses and take them. They defraud people out of their homes and rob them of their inheritance. I am planning disaster for these people from which you cannot save yourselves. You will no longer walk proudly for it will be a time of calamity. And then I uh, sent a couple of uh, gifs or gifs of just people burning. <laughs> I sent one of hell and then I sent one of the Terminator 2 Judgment Day nuclear war scene where Sarah Connor's against the fence and she's like, Aah! and then she blows apart. It's pretty violent. And then I finally say, my buddy's still looking for you, by the way. Found the woman in the picture, but the name doesn't match, which is a lie. And that's the last thing I sent before I clicked on the account and tried to find out a different way of reaching her. I realized that the account uh, was deleted. This person deleted the account. And I'm responsible for this. This sugar mama has killed herself. The account is gone. At least I think it is. Oh, wait, it said, hang on. Couldn't load users. Couldn't load users. Hang on. Last time it said user could not be found. Hang on, let me, let me just make sure that this account is actually uh, disabled here. No, I'm calling it right now. The count is disabled. So hopefully one less scammer out in the world. And hopefully one more real bona fide sugar mama, uh, you know, out there in, in, you know, a little less competitive market for the real sugar mamas is what the fuck I am trying to say. And thus concludes the sugar mama episode. It was fun. I came off like a murderer. And hopefully I really scared someone. I think I might make a YouTube video about it. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. Although I blew my load too soon. I should I could I could have kept this going for a month and really irritated this person. But um I just uh yeah, just blew my load a little too early. Story of my life, really. Just come out the gates too early, too hard, and scare everyone away. 
That's how I rolls. That's how I does it. Yeah. Goodbye, sugar mama. I hardly knew thee. Um, what else is in the news? Aliens are in the news. Did you know that? Apparently, Elon Musk, and I'm not talking about Elon Musk, even though he obviously is an alien, but he's changing Twitter to X now. It's not even Twitter anymore. It's like it's X. Let's open up Twitter. My Twitter's awful, by the way. Um, yeah, so Twitter is X now. I don't know. I don't get it. Elon must have really hated Twitter or something. I don't know if he's trying to make it better. Maybe he will succeed in this venture. I don't see it happening. Like, bro, you're already doing space rockets. You're doing electric vehicles. You're doing suitcase satellites. You're bringing the internet to remote areas. You're doing enough. I'm actually an Elon Musk fan. I don't know where he gets the horrible rap from. I know he's probably overexposed. He says a lot of dumb shit on Twitter. Some of it, or I don't know, dumb shit, but he says shit on Twitter. Too much for a supposed genius of that caliber. But, um, and he's making jokes and stuff. I don't know, maybe that's just how he rolls. He's like a mogul. He's a figure now. But I don't know why he had to break Twitter up. I'm not complaining either. I don't care. It's just strange that he's really gutting that thing and really um, changing it. I don't like change. Keep Twitter around so I can hate on it. I always hated Twitter. Never a fan. But that was not the alien I'm talking about. The alien that I was talking about um, are the ones that are apparently visiting Earth. They had a big congressional meeting the other day. And all my friends were talking about it today, and I thought that my mind was about to be exploded um, by new information, but uh, not really. Not really. There was a whistleblower that testified in front of Congress today, um, and um, I guess it is big news because he was a former... CIA or Air Force intelligence officer, and um, and he said, uh, and there's a quote in the Associated Press, uh, he said, I was informed in the course of my official duties of a multi-decade UAP crash retrieval and reverse engineering program to which I was denied access. So apparently there's a multi-decade program of uh, men in black um, retrieving crashed space vehicles and trying to reverse engineer them to get them to work again. Which anyone who's been studying UFOs for at all has been is like, duh. You know what I mean? We already suspected that. I guess this is just like, hey, you know, some guy, some credited guy um, is... Uh, you know, finally saying what we all thought and what we all knew. And of course the government's like, no, he's full of shit. Um, 
but uh, I don't know. It is pretty cool. He's saying we need bipartisan uh, bipartisan cooperation to get the fucking blah, blah, blah. Honestly, this all reeks of shit. If this guy had any real information, the, they would have whacked him a long time ago. You know what I mean? If the mob can do it, you don't think the CIA can do it? This is just a controlled, um, controlled release, really. It's a controlled release of what's going on. In fact, let's go to 4chan, because 4chan is where you get the truth. I'm kidding, of course, but uh, hey, 4chan, who knows? There might be truth tucked in here. But there, if you want to ever see some fucking schizoid shit in action, go to the paranormal, um, paranormal, I don't know what you call it even, thread, paranormal thread of 4chan. Because there are some real bad shit people on there, and uh, all of it is gold. Uh, let's see what they say. Uh, I don't know what they're saying. Some guy said he's full of shit, and now a different guy is saying um, clearly that he's being threatened. And um, I don't know. I don't know if I believe this guy. I don't know if I believe him. You know, I had a theory, and I was telling my friends about it today, and I've told it in the past, to which I was, um, you know, met with, uh, you know, ridicule and scorn, mockery, scoffery, jackoffery. And, um, but you know what? It's as valid as any other fucking theory. It's as valid as Bigfoot... It's as valid as um, Dogman, Pigman, Antman, Platypusman. You know, it's as valid as the Loch Ness. It's as valid as, uh, you know, 9-11. It's as valid as, uh, you know, global warming. All the fucking crazy nut theories out there that are obviously bullshit. Um, my theory is just as valid. All right, and I'm not saying that they're obviously bullshit. Obviously, Bigfoot is real, but uh, you know, my theory is pretty good too. My theory is entertaining. My theory, at least, uh, you know, it's cool to think about. And my theory on aliens is this: water. Water itself, the substance of water, at least the water here on this planet, okay, is an alien life form. Water is the alien. Water itself is an alien. We and all living things, really, because all living things are from water, right? The first uh, protein amino acids 
They started in the swamp water, if you believe in evolution. Um, every Humans are 80% water. Watermelons are like 80% water or 100% water. Celery is like 99% water. Water is like 50% water. Everything's made of water. Everything comes from water. All life comes from water. Water moves throughout the planet. The atmosphere is water. You know, either gas or liquid. Everything that's alive is made of water and needs water and is in water. So water is just one big alien. So when aliens... Other aliens, extraterrestrials, people, other things from this planet, when they fly by, okay, they don't see Earth and the humans. They don't just see humans walking around on this planet, looking around and stuff like that. What they see are humans as tiny cells of water, which is the giant alien. The alien that has surrounded itself around this planet. They see one giant alien. And it scares the shit out of these aliens. These other aliens. The extraterrestrials coming by. Okay? They go by and they, they go, holy shit, that whole planet is an alien. That's the biggest alien I've ever seen. You understand? This entire planet is one big alien. We're one giant alien. And we're worried about other aliens just because we're fucking idiots. We don't understand that we are part. Part and parcel. Of the coolest alien of them all, which is Mother Earth. Maybe that's why all these civilizations keep getting destroyed by water, man. Because water takes over. Water's like, hey, Sri Lanka, here's a tsunami. I'm sick of your shit. We got what you we wanted out of you, which was a fantastic Safeway sandwich artist. So now let's send a tsunami against the whole country. That's just how water works. So think about that theory. And I think I'm going to write it. And I want it coined right now. If any other dickhead comes out that water... Let's look, at, let's look that up. If any other dickhead comes out with the theory that water is an alien, just know that you heard it on this fucking podcast now. Water is an alien. Yes, aliens gave us water. The theory suggests that extraterrestrials may be responsible for most of the 332 million cubic miles of water covering our planet. And drumroll, British scientists are backing up the hypothesis that our seas are actually from out of this world. Okay, see, they're still talking about water like it's this... um, non-sentient sentient 
responsive to of conscious of sense impressions, having or showing a realization, perception, or knowledge, aware, finely sensitive in perception or feeling. The ability to have feelings. Well, I guess in a way it does. But anyways, they keep talking like water is just some inanimate object. It's not. You understand? Water as a whole, this planet as a whole, vibes together. We are just different cells of that. We feel things. And then we think that water is just in my body and that's all, you know? But water feels things. Water fucking feels things. And that's not a joke either. Because this guy did, uh, um, does water feel? There's a Japanese scientist. Japanese scientist water. Yeah, exactly. Masaru Emoto who wrote about water consciousness. This is no longer funny. This is just, this podcast um, is no longer funny. This is just retarded. (laughs) But he did water experiments where um, uh, I think he, he wrote a book called The Hidden Messages in Water. New York Times bestseller, 2004. Um... Okay, Emoto claimed that water was a blueprint for our reality, and this is taken from straight from Wikipedia, so you know it's true, and that emotional energies and vibrations could change its physical structure. So his water crystal experiments consisted of exposing water in glasses to various words, pictures, or music, then freezing it and examining ice crystals' aesthetic properties with microscopic photography. He claimed that water exposed to positive speech and thoughts created visually pleasing ice crystals and that negative intentions yielded ugly ice formations. And so, um, and you know, I don't want to talk about uh, the critics who said that he had insufficient experimental controls and he didn't share enough details. Uh, and that he was high on salvia. I don't want to hear that. Um, I agree with him. I honestly, I think that uh, I think water can feel. You like your water, it likes you. You hate the water. If you're mean to the water, it'll be mean to you. Well, maybe not. Maybe it's wiser than that. Anyways. I'm not a complete idiot, all right? There are, um, there's real data backing my theory that water is an alien. And uh, so I'm not too worried about UFOs because uh, UFOs are scared of us. You don't understand. We take water for granted. We take our earth and our life forms and our trees and shit, we take it all for granted. Aliens, they look at what we're doing down here and they get scared shitless. They're like, what the fuck? What the fuck is that? What are they doing down there? What what is that? 
and then they'll do research and they'll realize that that they're looking at the Wendy's on Polo Park, and I'm there and I'm ordering a Dave's double, and they're like, he's gonna eat that, and then I order a double JBC and they're like, what the fuck? See, we are always looking for aliens and stuff like that. Um, I bet you if any alien did crash land on this planet, it was fucking scared shitless. It would have been crazy. But whatever. I don't know. I had high hopes for this episode. Oh, God, did I have high hopes. I had very high hopes for this episode. We just celebrated number 25. I think I've got something in the works for episode number 50. Listen, I can't hit a home run every goddamn time for you fucking people. All right? You're always looking at me for a fucking handout. Like I'm supposed to help you. I'm not trying to help you. I'm trying to get you to the point where you help yourself. You understand that? I'm not trying to teach you what to think. I'm trying to teach you how to think. All right? I don't want you to believe that right off the bat that water is an alien. I want you to build up the mind processes that lead you to a place of absolute and total wisdom, which will inevitably lead you to the conclusion that there can be no other answer other than water is an alien. That's where I am. But you gotta do it yourself. I can't be fucking holding your hand through life, you fucker. Every two seconds you're coming up to me with either another problem or another fucking half-ass solution or another fucking half-cocked theory that you think is gonna turn your whole goddamn life around. It's not going to. You're going to grind it out one day at a fucking time. You keep thinking that if you just do that and you just do this and you just do that, that everything's going to turn around. Nothing's going to turn around. This is it for you. This is this is what it is. You can make small changes and you can kind of steer the ship in the wrong direct in, in the right direction. But for the most part, for better or worse, you are who you are. And this is what it is. And you need to make peace with that. And if you want to make changes, then make the fucking changes. But just know that this is the product. And it's good enough. You don't have to make some fucking radical transformation. Just gotta hang in there and grind it out day by day. That's what we want to see. Not this incredible, wow, he turned the whole thing around. No one asked you to do that. No one's asking you to completely change your entire nature. That's you. That's in your head. You think you've got to turn the whole thing around. I'm telling you that you don't. You literally just got to make a couple of tweaks here and there. You're doing fucking way better than you think you are. 
adjust this, adjust that. You're not happy with this. Start kind of working on it. Work on that. Work on this. Working on this shit is good enough. You don't have to figure it out. So just chill the fuck out. I'm so sick and tired of you bitching and whining about how, oh God, I'm so sorry. Oh, what a fucking, what the fuck? Oh God. Stop writhing. I don't know how many fucking times I gotta tell you. You're okay. Like, chill. God. In fact, if you wanna overhaul one fucking thing, it's that. If you wanna overhaul one thing, if you wanna fucking do a 180, then fucking do a 180 on that. On thinking that you need to fucking reinvent the wheel or completely radically change yourself. You really don't. All right, you're a couple of tweaks away from being happy, so shut the fuck up. Because I honestly, even if you did turn it around, which, I mean, let's face it, you you, you could. You can do anything you want, but I mean, let's say you did radically change it around. You'd still be right fucking here. So just shut the fuck up already. Your fucking incessant, petulant whining. Stop complaining. Complain about everything. You act like you're so grateful and you show gratitude all the time. And then, and then when it comes to you, all you fucking do is bitch. All you do is fucking complain. About yourself. But why can't I get it right? Why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? Because maybe you, maybe you just fucking can't. You ever think of that? <laughs> maybe you just can't. All right. I so, said, "Oh God, I just don't know why I can't uh, steer a fucking freight liner. I don't know why I can't just become a ship captain. Oh God, I really fucked up." Did you? Did you? Maybe you're just not cut out to be a goddamn ship captain. Right? Maybe if you were a ship captain, you'd be like that fucking drunk prick that cracked the Exxon Valdez over the backs of a bunch of penguins. Maybe that. Right? You can't do everything. You're not going to be good at everything. Give yourself a fucking break already. So, so annoying. Just be positive. Literally just be positive with yourself, even when you fuck up. You have very limited big picture vision. It was like, fuck, did it again. Yeah, okay, cool. Do you know how many people do shit again? Like all the time. So just chill out, man. It's not a big deal. You're just one cell. You're just one cell. In the water alien's body. Alright, you're just one cell. Not to say that we don't need you. We need you. You're an important cell. But just know that if you get a couple of things wrong here, the whole body doesn't die. Well, the body's fine. You make a couple of wrong moves, you don't die. You'll be fine. 
Go with the flow. Or move to Uzbekistan and join the coup. It is extremely violent over there. And um, and they're all doing it for me. Which, hey, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm kind of flattered. Anytime anyone's flying your picture on a flag, uh, it feels good. You know, they like me. They like my message. But when they're, when the, I mean, when they're, um, you know, laying my portrait on top of freshly, freshly dug mass graves, I... I don't know about that, man. You know, that's like... That can't be cool. I mean, come on, man. A grave or two, whatever. But a mass grave? We are over those, alright? That's not happening again. Um, That is the podcast. Wow, that went crazy there. Shout out to... I'm going to shout out a um, food item that I haven't had in a while. Um, Domino's, man. Domino's is... Yeah, I would I would say Domino's is probably my favorite pizza joint, late night pizza joint. Um, pizza Hotline is... It's okay. It's cheap. The price is always right at Pizza Hotline. Extra large, 17 topping for $3.99. Fuck yeah. Give it to me. Do you want six free two liters with that? Uh, Yeah, they're free. Yeah. I mean, if you buy one, you get 14, but we'll give you six free. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll buy one and um, I'll get the 14 free. How much is that one two liter? 42 cents. Oh, okay. So if I get two two liters, I get 28 free? No, if you get two two liters, you get 62 two liters free. Oh, okay. Um, I'll just get the one. Let's get the one two liter. Okay. And would you like um would you like a football field of breadsticks? How much is that? That's free. Oh, okay, cool. Um Yeah, I'll get a football field of breadsticks. Okay, cool. Would you like any dipping sauce with that? Um yeah, I'll get ranch. Do you have ranch? Yeah, I've got ranch. Okay, cool. How much are those? Fourteen dollars. What what? Fourteen dollars for one fucking ranch cup uh yes but if you buy two ranch uh you get um 38 free two liters uh okay yeah i'll get two two cups of ranch okay and what would you like for your two liters oh let's see i'll get uh one diet pep we we're out okay i'll get uh one regular peps we're out okay i'll get a sprite we're out Okay, what do you have? Uh, we've got brisk. Brisk, Lipton brisk, iced tea. Yeah, all right, fine. Fuck it. They're free, right? Yeah, they are. They are. Okay, so just to recap um, your order, you had a one extra large uh, 17 topping pizza, pepperoni, salami, pastrami, salami, pepperoni, salami, pastrami, pastrami, salami, Salami, pastrami, salami, salami, pepperoni, pastrami, salami, salami, pepperoni, salami, pastrami, salami, pastrami, and pineapple pizza. And then you had a football field of breadsticks. And then you had um, two ranch dipping cups. 
and you had uh, 4,382 two liters of Lipton Brisk Ice Tea. Um, yeah, that's the order. Okay, cool. Uh, your total comes to uh, $27. How will you be paying today? I'll be paying with uh, debit. Okay, cool. There is a um, $47,000 fee for that. Uh, okay, I'll pay with uh, cash. Okay, cash it is. Sounds good. It'll be arriving in your house uh, in 45 seconds. Okay, great. Thanks, Pizza Hotline. So I don't mind Pizza Hotline, but um, Domino's is probably my favorite because they've got a menu item called uh, the Parmesan Bite. And um, yeah, that it's just like a little piece of bread soaked in fucking garlic butter and with a bunch of seeds and seasoning and shit. I don't know what it is, but they came, they come in orders of 16 and 32 and I get the 32. I could go for Domino's. Oh, fuck. Maybe tomorrow I'll get Domino's. I'm getting Domino's this weekend at some point. I've earned it. Okay. I only gained four pounds this week. I've got the room. What else? Shout out to uh, the band of the day. I was listening to a band called Nails. And people who listen to metal or are in the know with the heavy shit, they know about Nails. Nails have been around the scene for a while, but Nails is probably the best metal band to come out in the last 10, 15 years, uh, in my opinion. And by metal band, I don't know if they're a metal band. They are heavy and fucking... You know, a lot of metal, when they come out, they, they go into the technical shit. And I don't really go for that. Unless your band's name is Ulcerate. I'm not into the tech death, and I'm not into that musicianship where they start wanking each other off. Fuck that, that guy can fucking shred. I don't care. It doesn't appeal to me. And again, that's if your band is not called Ulcerate. If your band is called Ulcerate, oh man, shred all you want, because you guys fucking rule. That is a proper tech death. If you're into technical death metal, Ulcerate does it right. A lot of people think that Arch Spire does it right i've never really got into them still on the cusp of wankery but um ulcerate they put in atmosphere they're writing songs stare into death and be still listen to that fucking tune visceral fucking ends listen to that tune bow to spite listen to that tune ulcerate brings it they've got four albums in a row now that have fucking crushed ulcerate is the shit but for the most part i don't go in for it i go in for bands like nails who say hey let's write maybe a couple of simpler riffs but let's up the anger nails is so fucking pissed off i was listening to them on the mower today and let me tell you 
<laughs> man, I was chasing kids across that playground. And the parents were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, cutting grass and listening to fucking nails, bitch. Get your kids in the van or they're going to get hurt. And the kids were like, yeah. And I'm like, that's right. It's fucking nails. And then lunch break hit and everyone was fine. But Nails is awesome, man. Nails is so pissed off, dude. If you're going to the gym today, which I'm going to as soon as I'm done my sandwich and my second dump, then uh, listen to Nails, man. Because uh, honestly, I don't see how you could go onto a treadmill, listen to the band Nails, the song Unsilent Death, and not set a personal record, a personal best. That's how angry this band is. This band is so pissed off that they get you pissed off. And not just that vague shit. You know, just at everyone. You'll look everyone in the eye. You'll size everyone up. And you'll be like, who the fuck are you? Fuck you. And your mom will be like, why are you talking to me like that? And I'll be like, you ain't shit in my book, lady. You understand? You ain't better than me. She'll be like, Tyler, please. Have you been listening to Nails again? And I'll be like, that's right. You know what fucking time it is. And she's like, do you want some banana bread? And I'm like, fuck yeah. So Nails is just one of those bands that just really sets you in a mood, in the vibe. And I'm not saying it's always good to hang in those vibes, but uh, the gym is the right place for that vibe. Oh, God. God, is that a good band? Just a good band, dude. Hard to not get jacked up to some Nails. Nails fucking rules. Um, yeah, I will not follow unsilent death and uh lies those are all banger tunes but they've got a ton so shout out to that band and last but not least uh shout out to um Hey, there you go. Shout out to uh, Spencer Adamus, who um, um, good dude, great dude, and uh, good hang um, is a notorious liar. Spencer is a liar, and he's told me this, that he lies. He lies for dramatic effect. He lies to make the story better. Um he lies because it's just a good story to have. He's got a ton of great stories. It's hard to understand which ones are factual, which ones aren't, um, which ones have been exaggerated. But I exaggerate too. That's not a big deal. At the end of the day, you can look in this man's eyes. He's got a good heart. And he's a fucking real one. And um, he's, he's like Tony, uh, Tony Montana. 
And at the end of Scarface, even when I lie, I tell the truth. That's Spencer. That's what Spencer does. Um, but he is a real one. And he's one of the OGs. He doesn't know it, but he is an OG. The new crop of OGs in Winnipeg comedy. And uh, the guy is a fucking professional. He's got a great act. He's got a great character. He's going to be very successful. And the proof is already starting to be in the pudding. That guy selected for Just for Laughs, New Faces. Great selection from Winnipeg. Honestly. No one has a beef with that at all. And if they do, fuck them. Um, because uh, that is a good get for both JFL and for Winnipeg. Spencer Dam is going to represent Winnipeg very well. He's going to be successful. And we went to Victoria Beach one time. Had a great time. Great drinker. Surprisingly good drinking buddy, Spencer. I don't drink with him a lot, but when I do, haven't had a bad time yet. So shout out to fucking Spencer and uh, all the best in Montreal, buddy. I think he's uh, probably taping a special right now. Good for you. Good dude. And, uh, yeah. Good for him. It should be me. It should be me at Just for Last. I'm going to say that right fucking now. You snaked me. <sighs> I'm kidding. They were never looking at me at that Just just for Last showcase. Holy shit, man. They had three nights of Just for Last showcases. And, um... And man, oh fuck, I bombed mine. Everyone on our night kind of bombed ours. That crowd sucked. That crowd sucked. Oh God, that really sucked. And I'm not saying that uh, it should be me. It shouldn't be me. I mean, Spencer's a killer. I've never seen him not kill. Um, but uh, but yeah, just for laughs. They don't. Oh God, they they don't know about me. They don't know that I exist. But it doesn't fucking matter, all right? Because next week I'm flying to Uzbekistan, and I'm going to have my own Just for Laughs Fest. Not a lot of laughing, but there's going to be a lot of executions. Uh, But you know what? I am headlining, so it doesn't fucking matter. Fuck it. All right, anyways, that's the podcast. We're just rambling right now. Um, I love you guys. I really do. I love that you put up with me. You know, you're not scared of me. You like me to get a bit crazy. You know, you like it when I pull out a gun in Subway and I'm like, I said onions. You like that part of me, you know. And I like that you like that. It's cool. I always like it when people like me. And I um, hate when people don't like me. And I usually like the people who don't like me. And so I try extra hard around those people who don't like me to try to get them to like me. This makes me, this makes me, this makes them like me even less. And it's a vicious cycle of trying to impress people you don't even fucking care about. So fuck them. I like you. Fuck that. I love you. I love you with all my heart. You know this. And if you don't know this by now, I don't know what to do for you, man. Learn to love yourself. And then you'll know that I love you too. All right. You pieces of shit. Oh, God. 
I'm gonna go fuck up a sandwich right now, a Safeway sandwich, all right? And then I'll see you from the toilet, and I'll see you in hell. Yeah.